Okay, sorry about that again. Um, but yeah, yeah, R- Regan's the probably the the best guy I can think of besides Donnie Puppets or whatever would be the closest to what what he is today. What Joy, what Joy was on the stage. There we go. Yep. Okay, so this is this is one that that makes you have to look at real life a little bit. Okay. You're Danny Tanner. Oh boy. You have three kids. Wife suddenly dies and is out of the picture. Yeah. Of your real life friends, which two do you ask to step in and help you raise the girls? Who? Um. Go Matt Green because he's a good guy and he likes kids. Good, good uncle type, you know. Yeah, very much. He was one of the first people I thought of. Mr. Green. Um. Number. You said two guys. Two guys. Who? Um. I go with you. I mean, I mean, you're 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 a good guy, and you, you like uh, you know kids and so forth. I think I think you you Matt would be a good good combo there. You and Matt. That'd be a that'd be a fun house. <laughs> Uncle Dennis and Matt are in are in, town, are in business. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I I, uh, I don't know how much how good of an influence I am on kids, but but I would I would try to step up. <laughs> Because you are the Jesse of the group, and then Matt's like the Joey. In the group. So it's like a, a nice little little you know mixture there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not in a not in an insulting way, but in like right. a uh, you know he's he's a very like give you the shirt off his back kind of guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah just, just guy with the purest of intentions and. <laughs> You know, it is funny, and I'm I don't I, I don't know if Matt's gonna hear this or not, but I don't think he probably mind. not. I don't Go think he mind. But uh, sure. when when I first met Matt, I was kind of suspicious of him because I'm like, wow, no one's really this nice in real life. Yeah. But as I got to know him, it turns out he really just is that nice. And, he really is. Uh, I'm I'm just a jaded person who thinks the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Matt taught me a lesson. Matt taught me a full house type lesson there. <laughs> music <laughs> okay um who had the best catchphrase oh pretty much everyone had one well except for danny didn't really have a catchphrase no he was he was pretty much the only one who didn't or becky um but as far as the main the main cast um it's tough i think i think stephanie and michelle would have to say how rude and you got it. Yeah, I think the top two. Um, DJ didn't. DJ did not have a uh, one either. So DJ didn't have one either. I don't think. Yeah, I, think catch it did. I think DJ said, "Oh, my Lanta just enough." Oh, my Lanta! Oh my gosh, that's right. She did. You're. Yeah, that's that's correct. Oh, my Lanta. But my favorites are are um are how rude got dude and also have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> yeah. It's also great too. Yeah. Notice notice neither one of us mentioned cut it out. Cut it out of the show. Cut it out. <laughs> so uh in the uh in the famous episode, Dr. Dare rides again. Oh yeah, yeah. If Becky had not intervened, mm-hmm. would Jesse have made that jump again twenty years later or fifteen years later, however long it's been? Absolutely. Think so? He would have done it because his pride—he has too much, too much pride on his shoulder, you know, on his in his heart. 
that he wanted to prove to his buddies that he he he, he, he started riding, you know, started start riding all, all these years later. So I think without her in the picture, I think he might have killed himself or injured himself badly. I don't think that that would have, that would have um ended up too well for him. I don't think you would have made it this time. No, no. See, I don't think so either, but I don't think it has anything to do with his age. I think it has more to do with the fact of aerodynamics. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, he was riding a much nicer, much more tricked out bike at that point in his life. Yeah. Too heavy to make the jump. Absolutely. <laughs> and speaking uh, of, I'm sorry. Speaking, oh, no, speaking of Jesse, um, I want to say this as I'll mention of, of because I, I do love episodes I did like was when Uncle J- when um, DJ um, and Kimmy and Jesse pulled a prank on the principal of the high school where they put the on the roof. Sorry about that. Um, the line there, but I was just saying that Stephanie backed the car back into the house and right through the right through the uh, kitchen there. Uh, number, number one on my list. Um, number two was when DJ was caught with a beer can in her hand and Jesse thought it was her drinking and she said, she was screaming at him that it wasn't her, but it was one of her friends who had the beer. And then after a long, after the end of the end of the half hour, um, they find out that Jesse was wrong and it was a really role reversal in my opinion of roles, you know, who taught who. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was an important episode too, because we, really got a lot of insight into uh how how their mom died and how it affected jesse absolutely and then um my number three um was when dj um went, was going on a diet she wasn't eating anything at all um she wanted to get skinny um but then at the end of the episode um they did like a psa on like on um um, anorexia anorexia and all that so it was good, good to, as, as good as that show was i mean as far as corny was it was good to have the messages out there for the kids though you know for sure for sure and uh this kind of ties into that too but uh i know that it was overly sappy sometimes and i know it tried <laughs> to teach us a lot of life lessons and everything and it was kind of like an after school special but uh yeah. going back as an adult were there any episodes that uh kind of touched you maybe made you maybe made you tear up a little bit well i'll admit this first i cried like maybe like a lot of the series like i cried my eyes out almost the whole series pretty much almost every episode i cried almost um just because of how touching the stories were you know Mm -hmm. like the uncles would talk to dj or talk to stephanie or michelle and give them life lessons you know every episode almost everyone every almost everyone i watched made me cry and I can't say which one because like almost all of them made me cry. Almost all, yeah. All emotional, all emotional. There, uh, there was. Oh, go ahead. Was, yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Yeah. There was, there was one in particular that I remember really hit me hard when I yeah. first watched it, and even now when I still watch it as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that was the one where uh, DJ was volunteering at the uh, home for for elderly people. Oh, yeah. Uh, is starting to show signs of Alzheimer's. Right. Yeah, that's a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I tried that one too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't really say which like one hit me the most. But I think a lot of them hit me a lot harder because, like, I don't know, I was as much the whole time. But it, yeah. yeah, it was it was great, great stuff though. It was. It was. Yeah. 
you, you always knew when you heard that harp music in the background. <laughs> And then, and then Danny would say, I know you miss your mom. I miss her too. It's like, uh oh, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, here come the waterworks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the theme song, Everywhere You Look. Absolutely. Why was that the greatest theme song of any TV show ever? Well, partly because the montages they, they would cut, you know, the montages were pretty good too, but it was just like a very catchy tune. It's like, is like it's like everywhere you look, everywhere you are. It's very very um, toe tapping. Um, feel I guess to me, I'm not sure, but it's really really well done though. I think. I agree. Yeah, fantastic stuff. I mean, the montage they do all the time is every a couple of years they have a new a new montage, but most of the time it's pretty pretty awesome though. Yeah, I like how they would update it as everybody aged. But they never changed the song, though. Always the same song that they title. Never changed the yep. song. Though. Always the same. It didn't need. It was perfect the way it was. Don't don't fix what isn't broken. It's like it's like on Roseanne. They have the same harmonica going, just a different montage going in the back. Mm-hmm. Every couple of years, they change the montage, but that's it. All right. So staying on that theme of music. Yeah. Which is the better Tanner family band, <laughs> Girl Talk or Jesse and the Rippers? That's not even close. It's the Rippers for sure. Yeah, because yeah. they went to Japan and um, they got that they got they got a huge deal record deal. The the girl um, talk was pretty cute though. I mean, it's a cute little story they had for a couple a couple episodes. But um, for sure, it's Jesse and his gang. Yeah, sure. Jesse and the Rippers forever featuring the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Beach Boys had like th- like four or five episodes they, they were on there. They did, they did, yeah. They they kind of became their own recurring characters. Absolutely. And now, make the make the case for for girl talk, though. Well, I think the case for girl talk is, um, if you were watching it at the time, then you know you were probably of an age close to to one of the Tanner children. Yep. And uh, the 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 songs that Girl Talk did were contemporary songs that were popular around that time. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you were if you were within the target age of that show, then they were playing the kind of music that that probably appealed to you. Absolutely. Meanwhile, the Rippers were playing songs from a generation before. Yeah. So yep. Uh, unless you were into music that was before your time, then mm-hmm. Girl Talk was the more updated band. Right. I mean, I I was the same age as Stephanie actually when the, when it came out. So, but I still lean, I lean toward um, rippers though. I think. I think so too. And I was right in between. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I was just thinking, man, it was great to have that happen too. The, the roof was awesome. The car on the roof is amazing. Yeah. man, that was a good throwback to Jesse. Cause we don't hear a lot of stories about when Jesse's in school. Yeah. He's, he has, Oh, I have a, a prank I went about uh, the principal, his hair, toupee, and all this up the flagpole. <laughs> <That was cute>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm down to my last two questions. Okay. Number one, and I know we kind of talked about this when we first were texting back and forth when you started to watch it again. Yeah. Um, were you satisfied with the way the show ended, or do you think they really got screwed out of being able to have a proper finale? Yeah, I was kind of bummed about the finale. 
the, the, the two part Michelle Michelle Rutgers again, where she lost her her memory for a short time. And I thought they needed a better way to end the show, though. That was kind of a weak way to end the show, I think. What do you think? Yeah. About your thoughts? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's so tough when you think you're just writing a season finale. Yeah. And then you don't find out until after the fact that it's going to be a series finale. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think that was right for the fans. I don't think that was right for the cast. I don't think that was right for anybody. Yeah, I, I wish they had, they had a better... And but at least they now have this new show that they can actually, you know, build, build onto. I guess build onto it. I guess you know. Yeah, Same. that's. True. But um, you know, it it, I guess it it would have been an okay finale, you know, just if if they would have had more notice because I mean it did kind of wrap some things up as far as Seth or you know Michelle finally did get her memory back and the family yeah. kind of got to reconnect and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just not a uh, just not a pleasing series finale. Yeah, I, I agree. It wasn't wasn't it worse though. I've seen a lot worse than that. But yeah, especially I mean, it didn't. At least it didn't leave any unresolved storylines or cliffhangers. Yeah, I guess Steve and TJ and their and their thing. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was fine. Yeah. All right, last question. Sure. Despite what Bob Saget says, what do you think? <laughs> Was Danny Tanner gay? No, I, I don't think he's gay at all. He, he, he was just one of those those guys that that was a uh, clean freak, organized, well well mannered, educated guy who lived in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he his character was amazing. Um, him himself, the actor, <laughs> is amazing. Just not uh, the clean cut guy that you see on AFV and uh, oh, in Full House. He's like this d- dirty old man. Yeah, yeah. Just fantastic. And, and and I think that's actually kind of a uh, kind of a testament to his acting ability because yeah. honestly, who who believed all these years that he was the way he really is? I I did not know until like watched Entourage. Like oh, okay. <laughs> And then I was like, I saw like articles like saying like, oh yeah, I'm not really that that character. I just play him on TV, you know. Yep. I'm like that's amazing how 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 good he pulled it off though. It was, it was. It so uh, yeah, that's that's it for Full House. So exactly. Now, did you know that the creator of Full House he bought that he bought the house. Um, he bought it like this this year. He bought the house. I did know that. Yeah, I've actually been there. And oh, have you the house? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like and, in, in the house or just like outside the outside the house? Outside the house. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll show you some pictures. But um, I uh, ah, you know what? That should have been the picture I used. <laughs> you can use both. I have you know multiple platforms. Uh, uh, shoot it over to you when we're done but um Sounds yeah good. i've been there a couple times and uh it's always been a different owner from what i understand people were just sick of full house obsessed fans <laughs> coming over yeah it, so, i mean yeah. it's on a really narrow street anyway and yeah. so you know if you had more than two or three people coming to look at the house oh, and yeah. people that lived there couldn't come and go for sure now we go on to uh 
the Friends franchise. It's a very popular 90s, 2000s hit for sure. Went 10 years, I think. 10, 11 years. Seasons, I think it was. Yep. I want to get your first overall thoughts. And When did you first get, 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 get into Friends? I was actually in on the ground floor. I, I started watching season one, episode one. What, what, what was actually on the air in the 90s? Oh, yeah. Yeah. First, uh, I remember. Hello. Welcome to episode 83 of All Details All. Um, welcome back to us. Talk about Full House and Friends today. Uh, excited to do it. Two of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Um, we'll start out with, with you talking to me about Full House and we'll reverse for Friends. And then we'll close it out at that point. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, so uh, Full House. Yeah. You just recently binge-watched the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, what'd you think? Well, I didn't know it was that cheesy when I was watching it as a kid, but then watching it as a kid, I was like, this is very, probably the number one corniest show I've ever <laughs> seen, but I love I love how they have these problems and they face it in like half an hour, so it's, it's all, I like the good... It's a good, good, good little cast there. Good show. Well, then I feel like was the ending was kind of a, kind of a bummer, but we'll get that later on, possibly. Yes, yes, we will for sure. So, um, who do you consider to be the best characters? Best characters, um, I think, um, as far as um, most popular, popular is probably Jesse. Uncle Jesse is probably the most popular guy on the show. Um, as far as the kids, I think. The best kid was probably Michelle and Stephanie. Um, D- DJ had had a good role as well, but she don't think she was a, as big of a star as those two were. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that's a that's a fair statement. So yeah. on the oh, go yeah. ahead. I said, w- w- would you agree on those statements? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a Uncle Jesse for for life guy for sure. <laughs> so uh, forever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think so too. Um, yeah. Uh, so on the flip side of that, uh, who do you think are the worst characters? Um, I might say Joey. Um, I like I Joey. Would, I would 100% agree with that. Way over the top um, with those corny cut it out lines. And he, he just tries, he just tried so hard to fit into the family. Um, he was fine as, a, as an uncle, but he just, he just tried too hard, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I I would, yeah. Okay, so this next one, this is a polarizing question because people people either land on one side of the fence or the other. There's no middle of the road. Mm -hmm. What do you think of Kimmy Gibbler? Love her. Um, I myself fancy myself after her. Um, (laughs) She's she's a big smartass, as am I. Um, She'll have to get in trouble. Um, and she just likes to be around, give the guys guys grief. But out then, she's a a good good person deep down inside. But yeah, I love Kimmy Gilbert. She is, I think she made made the show like what 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 it was. I think she was fantastic. She she was great. Yeah, and and I've I've noticed that people either really really hate her or they really really love her. But uh... here's the thing, though, when I was watching that as a kid, I was like, she sucks. And I was watching it now. I was like, she's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, I think in a lot of ways she was very much like the Eddie Haskell of our day. Exactly, the modern day Eddie Haskell. 
Only, only she made no bones about uh, <laughs> to annoy those guys. Exactly. Hey, Mr. T. <laughs> Canarinos and all that good stuff. He squirted. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. So on that same line of, uh, of thinking, when uh, we get little glimpses into Kimmy Gibbler's home life, yeah. it sounds like it comes from sort of a rednecky dysfunctional family. <laughs> yeah. How do you think that they were able to afford a million dollar home in that neighborhood in San Francisco? Well, option one, they got a rich uncle somewhere and, and the, you know, or, or trust fund baby or something like that to pay for it. Or two, it's Hollywood and they just said, hey, what the hell, let's just go for it. And no one will question it. It's just kids. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And, uh, um, so now that we've kind of got that part out of the way, as far as just individual characters go, yeah. let's talk about some episodes. Sure. What are some standout episodes for you? I pick three and I know this is going to come out. So my top three, number three, number one for me in my book, um, was when Joey was out in, in the backyard with Stephanie and he went to go to, go, to the store. Um, he left the car running, or or actually, she simply got in the car, 